Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Monday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. We've been on the bandwagon now for the last month and change. Everybody else needs to get on as well. The UVM women's basketball team is a wagon, as they say right now. 22-6 and six overall, 14-2. and two They finished up inside America East Conference play. Winners of 14 consecutive games and a conference championship. The number one seed in the America East Conference tournament. They're going to take on Bryant. That game is going to come up Wednesday at Patrick Jim. Joining us now is the head coach of the Catamounts, Elisa Kresge. Elisa, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well as well. I got to say, I'm a little disappointed. Wednesday's game is 5 o'clock. Now I can't go to it. Is that a typical start time for these first-round games, or is it solely to accommodate the fact that UVM women's hockey is also playing Wednesday? Yeah, it's it's an exciting time for women's hockey and our program. So we kind of had to balance that out. So we got shifted a little bit earlier and they're a little bit later. So it's a good problem to have, actually. <laughs> it is a good problem for the university, for sure. And I heard Jim Plumer, the head coach of the women's hockey team, talking about your program a couple of days ago. Exciting time for women's athletics in Catamount Country in general. Absolutely. It's been incredible. Um, a lot of success across the athletic department and on the women's side over last year and this year. And it, it definitely is rubbing off on everybody and there's excitement, which is really fun to be around and part of. You know, I've said this for years now, and I don't know if you felt this as an athlete, but one of the things that has impressed me about UVM is that there does seem to be a lot of cross sport support. And I've said it a bunch of times. I was a college baseball player and one of my biggest regrets was that I didn't engage in that stuff. In fact, I found myself rooting against the other teams in campus a lot so our team could get more attention. And that doesn't seem to be happening at UVM. There does seem to be a lot of support. It does seem like a healthy time for the athletic department. Yeah, I think that's really, um, that's the culture here in Vermont and on campus is everybody wants the best for each other and they're rooting each other on, which is really a lot of fun. Um, obviously seeing what our men are doing, ice hockey's doing, obviously lacrosse is last year, soccer's this year, you know, it's just, it's really just fun culture to be around. And it's even better when you're doing it with everybody on the same page. So it's special. Um, and fortunately that's the only way I've experienced it. So I'm, I'm glad to be part of this. You know, I've been in this business long enough now to know how this following question is going to go. I'm going to ask you to reflect on a season in which you finished 14 and two and have done a lot of growth. You're going to say, I'll worry about it when the season's over. It's been nice, but we still got more things in front of us. That's how this goes, right? No time to reflect yet. Absolutely. That's not my <laughs> job. The players are supposed to be enjoying it. And I'm supposed to do everything I can to do the, the worrying and make sure they're ready. <laughs> <laughs> you yourself played in conference tournaments, played in NCAA tournaments. Do you draw on any of your own personal experience and stories and relay things to this team that's going through this particular scenario for the first time? Yeah, you know, um, I look back and think I was, man, I was really naive. Hmm. And I, I kind of hope our players are that way. Like, I just, you know, we played basketball, we had fun, we played hard. Like, I wasn't worried about anything. Um, and I think part of it, it was there wasn't so much social media out there. So I didn't hear about everything all the time. I didn't have to be perfect. Like, we made mistakes, but everybody was talking about it. Um, so a little bit of I hope our players are na naive and just sticking to what they do best and showing up and doing their job. And then I think of like, oh, man, the coaches took a lot on. And I didn't realize that as a player and credit to them to, you know, kind of shelter us from a lot of that noise. Um, so I'm, I'm reflecting on what the coaches did and how they set us up for success and trying to stimulate that in some ways and hope that our players just remember it's basketball and have a lot of fun with it. You don't get this back. So make the most of each opportunity, each possession, each game. 
you know, I might be naive in this, but I think the kind of prevailing narrative out there about teams in this spot in general is they haven't been the one seed before. That's going to come with pressure and they might be nervous. But then I'm thinking to myself, you've won 14 games in a row. You've been playing in this kind of pressure filled environment all season long. You start out 0-2 in the league and that's pressure. Then you go on a long winning streak and that's pressure. Then you go into the final day of the regular season with a chance to clinch it and that's pressure. So I don't think the pressure is going to get to your team. Am I naive or am I right in this, you think? I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, but to your point, I do think this team uh, early on, I thought the pressure got the best of us and worrying about stuff that was out of our control um, or worrying about an outcome that was 15 games down the road. Um, so I hope that we've learned from that. We're doing a lot of extra stuff off the court to help ourselves. Um, there is a mind game part of it, and that comes with the pressure as well. Um, so I, I hope you're right. Um, I hope we've learned a little bit in our experience. And you're right. There has been pressure all year long in this group, and they're managing it really impressively. Um, and we got to keep doing what we're doing best and keeping our head down, and not worrying about things that we can't worry about. It has nothing to do with us. UVM women's basketball coach Elisa Kresge with us here on the Brady Farkas Show. Her team top seed in the conference tournament Wednesday night. Patrick Jim, 5 o'clock against Bryant, a team they just played and just beat this past weekend. I, I was watching the game, I think it was two games ago. I think it was UMass Lowell, if I'm remembering correctly. And I was just really impressed with how good a passing team you have, right? Passing out of double teams, recognizing where the double's coming from, high, low, inside out, just really good fundamental basketball out of your team. Well, I appreciate you say that. I um <laughs> I always think we can be better, you know. I'm always trying to get after them to to understand the game a little bit better and have that feel. But I agree, we do share the ball really well. Um, and I think what it comes down to is they trust each other and they really are a close knit group. So they have that, that instinct of where each other's going to be. Um, so I do think we share the ball well, and it's been impressive. And as, as a coach, we always want to be a little bit better. So there's those <laughs> things we can get better at. And you're starting to get really good depth contributions as well, right? We talked last year as your team was ascending and the question was, you rely heavily on your starters. How do you get other people involved? And your team's still led by its starters, but you are starting to get, you know, I think in that UMass Lowell game, it was nine points from Paula Gonzalez and three of three from three. You're starting to get some of that, and you want that headed towards the tournament. Yeah, I do think we've had some really good sparks off the bench this year. Players that I think come in and, you know, the pace doesn't change. The offense, the defensive mindset doesn't change. Um, and I think that's been really important. That's been important for Kat at the point to get her breathers. Anna, I mean, she's battling on both sides, Delaney. Um, and I think they're able to be their best when they have some of those real breaks um, and players that we trust to come in and continue to help us elevate the game. Um, and to your point, Paula coming off the bench, Maria coming off the bench, Ari, uh, you know, Carla, we, those four have been incredible for us and in helping us get even better than where we were last year. You know, I can't speak to what, the other university's support is like for women's basketball, but I can tell you that I worked at UAlbany for three years and I did radio in Albany for the first three years of my career. And women's basketball at Albany is a big deal. So how important is it to have the number one seed, have the regular season title and have your conference tournament be able to run through Patrick Jim as opposed to having to do it on the road where there are some pretty good fan bases out there? 
Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than playing at home in Catamount Country and Patrick with our fans. There's nothing better. Um, they've been incredible. The The atmosphere was awesome the other night. Um, we're going to need that because you mentioned it. There will be nerves. That's natural. That means you care and, you know, you're passionate. Um, and we need them to help us get through some probably tough possessions, tough quarters. Um, so we're excited that we get to play at home. We had Emma Utterback on three weeks ago or so, and she mentioned what a big Indiana basketball fan she was growing up, and that was a great honor for her to play there this year in your guys' opening game. So what's the bigger emotion today? Is Emma happier that you're the one seed or upset that they lost at the buzzer yesterday against Iowa? Oh, that's a good, that's a great question. You know what? <laughs> she's worked so hard about you know trying to get this program where it's at that I think she's taken on uh, the Vermont being the number one scene is is the way to go today. <laughs> I am curious though, like I've I've always kind of wondered that kids grow up fans of programs. Do they stay fans of programs even when they're in college? Like I know it's yeah, she wants to beat Indiana if they were gonna play them, but like do you still rock Indiana clothing when you're in college? I don't know. Does how does that work? You know what? I, I think that Indiana pride is pretty pretty strong so I do think they rock Indiana outside of Vermont but we played them this year and man did Emma take that game personally yeah and that was a great I was listening to Caitlin Clark earlier today she's on the Dan Patrick show talking what a shot she hit to women's basketball in general is always well played but here towards the end of the season with a bigger magnifying glass on the sport you know in general pretty good stuff here towards conference tournament time Man, it's exciting. It's really fun to watch as a coach, as a fan. It, it's been awesome. And those shots, like just bringing more excitement around the game. What, what more could you ask for? Well, a lot. More. I'm asking for a conference title out of UVA. That's <laughs> what I'm asking for. So, but we got to go one step at a time in coach speak. So Wednesday night against Bryant, that's going to be a five o'clock tip off at Patrick Jim and Elisa Kresge with us here on the Brady Farkas show and WDEV AM and FM and WDEV radio.com. I feel like I started a little bit of a firestorm a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if this has gotten back to you, but it's gotten around the other local media outlets. I asked Emma if you were playing two on two in a mixed tournament with the men's team, who would your teammate be? And she said either uh, Aaron Deloney or Finn Sullivan. Then I had Matt Verretto on and he picked Catherine Gilwee. So I don't know if the, if the teams are talking about this amongst themselves, but I feel like I started a bit of a social media firestorm. It was the best question I've ever asked. <laughs> I was actually thinking, man, I, I'm glad nobody asked me that. Like <laughs> Well, I paired them. I paired them all up and I don't have my list in front of me anymore, but uh I think Finn Sullivan and Emma Utterback would be a good team. And the reason why it's a good question is because you're not picking who you think the, quote, best player is. You're picking who plays well off of you. So it gives people to think about. But uh, I think an Emma Utterback, Finn Sullivan team would be pretty formidable in a, in a mixed two-on-two tournament. Talk about competitors, man. <laughs> I would love to be on the other side of those two. <laughs> question now we'll ask you, which assistant coach do you want to run with in a two-on-two? Which men's assistant coach do you want to run with in a two-on-two tournament? Well, I'm going to have to go with Schneider. I was a passer. He's a shooter. I think we yeah. balance each other out. <laughs> uh, that, that would have been the logical pairing for me as well. So, Coach, congratulations on a great regular season. Hopefully, we know there's at least one more game to play. Hopefully, at least uh, three or four more beyond that. So, it's been a fun ride so far, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what happens on Wednesday night. Oh, we appreciate it. Thanks for all the support.